I now calling this meeting. I'm now calling this meeting of the Amateur Detective Club to order. Present tense. My name is Tristan Miller, the Saucy Sleuth. I'm Melissa Maley, the Spy. I'm Tyler Riley, Cop and a Half. Today's show brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a 30-day trial membership with a free audiobook. Go to audibletrial.com slash adcpod and browse the unmatched selections of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's that easy. Just go to audibletrial.com slash adcpod. No, don't go to pood. Go to adcpod. That'll get you there. I don't know what ADC Pood's gonna do, but it's not, it's not us. Probably make me horny. That's what I got. We're in this space I'm not gonna say today. where my thoughts were. So it's day <clears throat> of the quarantine, and I think we've all <laughs> gotten to a point, a certain point, uh, I- with ourselves. I'm mad today, it's gonna be fun. Yep, and Tyler's fine. He seems chill. I'm pretty lethargic today. Well, you know, okay. thriving. It's difficult and annoying when people are thriving in this this time. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so this week we watched season three, episode seven. Yes. Uh, of uh, Acuparo's Agatha, Agatha Christie. Acuparo's Agatha Christie, the double clue. It's that called The Double Clue. It's based off of a short story from Poirot's early cases, which is, once again, nice, because you know me about those adaptations. you love to see it, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, it starts out with Poirot and Hastings in a car, right? Oh, no. First, it we see... starts off with a train. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, this one is like a Russian novel with the cinematography, guys. It, like, it really is. And the music, my goodness. It's like watching Anna, Anna Karenina or something. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. um, but we start off with this beautiful train. A beautiful woman comes off the train. She goes to an apartment. She is all alone, surrounded by luggage. She's clearly well off. She tips everybody. Everyone's happy to see her. Then we go... To Hastings and Poirot in the car, right? Because they're going to Jap's office, yeah, or some such thing. Um, and they drive past the uh, wedding. Yeah, and and Hastings is like, "Uh, would you ever get married?" And he's like, "I've uh, uh, I've had seven cases where a man has." murdered his wife and i've had 22 cases where a wife has murdered her husband so i think i'm good which can i because women be killing women be killing (laughs) hashtag women be killing (laughs) yep uh yeah the first person any you gotta look at is the spouse and it is yeah and I, I would, I would say that Poirot's experience has been um, unusual. While it certainly does happen that wives kill husbands, uh, I feel like husbands kill wives a little bit more often. Yeah, do you? At least in I feel like there was. Day and age. I haven't seen a whole musical written about uh, men 
killing their husband, uh, husbands and lovers. <laughs> Unlike Chicago, which is all yeah. about. <laughs> yes. Well, we'll the, get that the musical it's be called Detroit. <laughs> the musical Chicago, based on. Based on statistics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they drive past this wedding they meet with Jeff and Jeff is like well, you gotta help me Poirot my whole job's on the line isn't it I just you know he's got my the commissioner's down my neck and uh, there's been four three robberies and uh, here's the case file and Poirot's like I can't do anything but um, we have to wait till they do it again and then they they would cut to a garden party well cause um, it was three days since the last robbery happened, right? Right, and, like, yeah, and she- that's right. And Poirot says, "Ah, oh, yes, we have to strike while the metal is warm." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been three robberies within, I believe, three days, and then it's been three days since. Is how it's worked. Yes. Gotcha. Which is like that KD ratio. Way to go! Like w- w- those stats. A plus. <laughs> Um, so um, then we go to a party. I believe so. Yes, uh, and this is where we get the um, the lovely woman's name that we saw on the train, Countess Vera Rusakov. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vera, she's there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. And she's traveling with jewels right but like jewels like with a name oh, right yeah you know those name jewels they're the best ones like the hope diamond and just like, like, like i mean stuff like that yeah like the heart of the ocean. you let me curse once and now i can't stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah go for it i don't i don't give a f- like anymore oh no, oh my oh my <laughs> what will our listeners think uh, this isn't even the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! I know um, we usually save our cursing for the Patreon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's okay. What little get. taste of what's to come if you subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's like the Hope Diamond like type of thing, like where it's like named after something. It's not just like oh, that's a really nice necklace. It's like the Clendon jewels or some. Thing like that. Yeah, these are particularly sparkly, so they get names. Mm. Carol. Yep. George. Like Carol. Or Carol. Aloysius. Um, Gargamel. Gargamel, exactly. Uh, so, I can't be seen without my Gargamel topaz ring. <laughs> it is blue. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it could be yellow. Ooh. That's the trick. The gargamel is actually the yellow one. Mm. Mm. Yep. Uh, so we meet the host of this party. He's an older man. He. That's very polite. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I try to be respectful. Um, and everyone's in tuxes and just. Ju- there's just money just fall. Excuse me, falling all falling over the place. From the- Falling from the sky. <laughs> um, and we meet this this little ratty man, uh, who Rod Parker. 
Bernard Parker, yes. And he <laughs> is being a little lech. And he... <laughs> he's just... Uh, gosh, how... I don't know. He's like a comic book character. <laughs> he's not a real person. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's asking after all the women. But, like, clearly in a kind of, like, you know gold digging kind of way like who's oh that that woman she lost her husband you think she misses him Ooh, i'm gonna get in on that it's great yeah mm-hmm. i'm only horny for diamonds <laughs> exactly oh my do i have a perfume for you sir <laughs> <laughs> you from dior horny for diamonds featured in the latest james bond feature film yep no uh, time to not be horny. <laughs> I was thinking diamond, diamonds are forever horny. Oh, sure. Uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> like, no time to not be horny, though. <laughs> That's the name of my memoir. Um. So uh, we were talking about how uh, the jewelry was apparently stolen during a performance by this opera singer who I thought was not very good, but I don't know opera super well, so was she, in fact, good? She was pretty good. Um, a contralto, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, she was fine. She wasn't, like, you know, amazing, but she was fine. What didn't you like about her? I just didn't like her. <laughs> like just, no. got bad vibes. I mean, I think that that's well, not fair. Her, but like, I just, I don't know. Her voice just wasn't doing it for me. It wasn't getting me there. Okay. I mean, I hated. But her I just face. didn't know if it was I like hated a, her outfit. No, I, just, I hated her tone. <laughs> I hated. Her. Well, I mean, the outfit was not my favorite. Uh-huh. But um, I just didn't know if it was like a me thing or like what the deal was. So thank you. Yeah, no, it's absolutely mm. just you. Yeah, <laughs> I thought she was perfectly adequate. It was all like white noise to me. Um. That's racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're all for racism here on the program. You you know this more than anyone, Tyler. I do. Um, <laughs> so during this opera performance the jewels are stolen we see a white glove and then <gasps> we're back uh, with um, Jap and he's like oh there's been another one and then Poirot is like ah, ha ha we'll investigate now now that there has been a crime yes um, thank goodness we're just yeah. waiting for and it. then they go to the scene of the crime and they interview the man wh- whose jewels have been stolen, which apparently the jewels were um, a Medici family jewels. So they're a big fuss. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huge deal. Those emeralds. Oh, those Huge Medicis. Fuss. They yeah. they really loved their everything. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> their whole steeds, their whole swag. Was it Sonic the Hedgehog that collected gems? The rings, rings, golden yeah. rings, Five rings, gold. yeah. Like, but then, like, at the end of the level, or like in the special zone, like there were like these objects you had chaos emeralds. They oh. were chaos emeralds that you had to collect in Sonic the Hedgehog. I just I remember that. 
I did have a Sonic game once, but I I don't remember Emeralds because I clearly didn't play it that often. <laughs> <laughs> I um have played one Sonic game, and it's one of the more recent ones. And um, oh, I must report back that it is due to. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, I think the older ones probably are more entertaining because you get the novelty of it. Mm. Anyhow, uh, they find a glove and they find a cigarette case that is empty. Um, the cigarette case has the initials BP. And our weaselly friend is was missing. Like It was just the most, you know, bang over the head moment because... He comes back, you see this pair of white gloves reach into the safe, and yeah. and then yeah. you uh, see the the weasel guy come back to the table and is like, oh, do you think I'm missing my gloves? Have you seen them? And the old You're man like, is like, oh, no, I haven't seen them at yeah. all. And uh, his initials are also BP, so when we... In British Petroleum. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. when we get, get those two pieces of clue those piece of evidence if you will uh the double clue double clue ah um it very much points to this jerk man um i didn't like him in case that that that, that's very apparent um i think i i didn't know if i was being clear crime (laughs) i think you're being homophobic what homophobic He's clearly very flamboyant. Are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> He's the heavyweight champ of England. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, but that's also pretty gay, Tyler. Regardless. No. Regardless. <laughs> I I do not care what his sexuality is. He is a gold digging little weasel, and I don't like him. Yep, and that's, that's all there fair. is to it. And that's mm. why. Um, but, but yeah, so, and he, they wore his gloves. They're like, he's like, yep, those are mine. Oh, okie doke. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. Um, and so, you know, that's much too easy. But. Yeah. I, Jap has his own suspect, right? Um, he, yeah, because there was a tramp that was seen. Oh, Yes. And he's like, I bet it was the tramp. And uh, Poirot is like, it's never the tramp. Well, it was Lady who saw the tramp. It's never the tramp. Um, But yeah, then there's three other people that were seen going into the home. I believe Um, there was Weaselman. Mm -hmm. There was Old Lady. There was a Russian Countess. And then anyone else? I don't know. I think no, uh, no, I don't think. I mean, there were other people there, of course, because it seemed like a pretty big party. But like, those are like the suspects. Those are the characters that matter, oh. right? Because yeah, everyone else during the time, yeah, because everyone else was sitting in their seats. Uh, they were sitting in the seats watching the opera, lady. Yep. Um, and the older woman that went in was named Rincorn, I believe. Because yes. I kept thinking about Adventure Time and Lady Rincorn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, mm-hmm. I was getting very distracted by by thinking of our, our unicorn rainbow friend. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but essentially what happens is Poirot meets with everybody, and then he eventually meets with the Russian countess, and he's so enamored by her that yeah. he no longer gives a fuck about the investigation. <laughs> He's like, know I don't say. care for these hoes. I just want to go on dates. I don't... He literally at one point goes, it does not interest Sparrow. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. He just yeah. not up. He does not care. Um, so, yeah, when I saw the episode description and it said that Poirot was romancing a lady, I was like, I bet everyone thinks he's romancing a lady, but he's not really. But no, I mean... Ugh. Yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah, seems pretty taken with her. We have not seen the side of Poirot. No, we haven't, which also debunks my whole Poirot's coded to be gay thing. Yeah. So, by the way, Felicity Lemon, and that's her first name. Mm-hmm. I love which it. I did not know. I didn't either. Um, in the captions, they call her Felicity rather than oh. Miss Lemon. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So Felicity Lemon and um, Captain Hastings take it upon themselves. And of course, to... H- Hastings' first name is Captain. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. Right. <laughs> uh, legally speaking. Right. Uh, they they go on their own investigation. They take it upon themselves to because they feel bad for Jap because he's going to lose his job. And Paro's like, I do not care. And they've given Jap 48 hours to solve this. It's very... (laughs) It's it's, it's very very modern procedural. Yeah, it's not cool at all. But it raises the stakes. Um, So they do their investigation. They go to the older woman. She uh, uh, has an embroidery with the initials BP on it. So they go to British Petroleum and he goes, I never cross-stitched. But he is someone who deals with uh, well-off people when they're not doing so well-off. And he, like, negotiates selling items of value without... Anonymously. Anonymously, so they they don't lose face societalistically, socially rather. Societalistically pretty, is perfect. That's a pretty good thing. Yeah, yeah. Like he's just like a he's a weasel, which is fine. We do need weasels in the world. Yep. He's a whistle. Yes, a whistle. A whistle. A weasel. Oh, them. It was a, so, it's a frozen joke. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Whistleton. I, I'm aware. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just... <laughs> it did not just interest me. <laughs> oh. That's fair. I don't think I ever made it through the movie entirely. Mm, I did once because I was in the theater. Ah, okay. And I could not leave. That's fair. Because I was tied. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's... Quite the circumstance there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they get all this information, they bring it to Poirot, and they're like, and he's like, no, 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 you don't understand. Yeah. You can't disappoint Papa. No. Nope. And he's like... He's done no work on this case, and he hears the things that they've they've been saying, he's like, oh, no. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and... 
he says, what What was Lady Rincorn's name before she was Lady Rincorn? And they're like, oh, well, I don't know, I suppose. And uh, I don't know who that was. But this <laughs> lemon just looks it up in this huge book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What is this book? <laughs> Absolutely so, massive. Yeah, but this book's like, yep. Her initials were indeed her Beatrice, whatever the last name Beatrice was. Beatrice Potter. Potter, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Beatrice. Famed author. Beatrice P. Uh, but yes, her initials were BP before the. Uh, before the marriage of herself. So, <laughs> yeah. was yeah. it like an encyclopedia? Well, um, we've we've had th- this book before. It basically anyone who's like a duke, duchess, earl, whatever they they have a record of of family lineage and stuff like that. The big okay. book of nobles. Yeah. Um. So, uh, during this time, he's also gone on several dates. Poirot, meaning Hega, has gone on several dates with uh, this Russian countess, and at one point. Uh, he's like, these English people, they will not solve it because they do not, they think too Englishly and not European, whereas the European would ask, who is the one person that was at all four robberies? And there's mm-hmm. this very tense moment. Um, and so it slowly becomes obvious what's going on with him. Um, but uh, back to the scene with uh, Miss Lemon and Hastings and Poirot. Poirot goes, well, you should um, check out the grounds of of Mr. Hansen, whatever his um, name. Yeah, it begins the with guy whose jewels were stolen. Yeah, the um, party host. Yeah, have him go there tomorrow, and then we get the scene where Poirot goes to two private investigators and uh, requests their assistance. And they're very taken with him, and they're like, ah. He's like, but you need to help because I can't. And they're like, okay, and then that's left open-ended. And so... Lemon and Hastings go to the grounds, right? Yep. Yep. And they see a tramp coming back, running mm-hmm. around. Oh, no. And then he pulls out a gun and shoots at Hastings. Oh, Yeah. Four yeah. times. Oh my gosh, it was the most absurd scene I've ever... Because uh, Hastings is, of course, being Hastings and running right towards this guy. And Miss yeah. Lemon, after the guy has gotten his... Has had his gun pointed at Hastings for a solid few seconds. Enough for anybody to be like, gun. Uh, she says, Hastings, he has a gun! And it's like this very weird slow motion... <laughs> Which adds to my theory that Miss Lemon really wants Hastings' position and just needs him out of the way. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's funny. Also, she does not move out of the way, though. And presumably she was standing next to him, so she's in the line of fire. Because she hired the tramp. Have you not been listening? (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely wild. Um, So... Hastings gets a little injured, and they go to Poirot, and Poirot's like, I'm so sorry, I caused this, oh no. But, um, then there's a beautiful picnic scene with Poirot and the Countess. Yeah. It really is, like, super nice. Like, it's oh my such gosh. a beautiful setup. Yeah, they have the mm-hmm. best picnic basket. Can I tell you? 
I loved that she was laying on the blanket and Poirot was sitting yeah. <laughs> on a stool. Because he's like, I'm not going to sit on the ground. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> like an animal. <laughs> uh, no, it's, um, it, it's idyllic, really, is mm-hmm. what it is. And he's wearing really dope fits in this one. Um, and she looks great the whole time, too. Yeah, it's like a painting. Yeah. Um, that one specific painting, and that's kind of fun because they go to a museum earlier and they talk about impressionistic painting, and it's kind of like a callback. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. The uh, the design, the visual design of this episode is very. They're really getting into a good groove. Um, but yeah, he's told Inspector Jap to meet him at the grounds along with Hastings and Miss Lemon tomorrow at uh at three well today at three during the picnic and he's like i don't know what to tell them and then she goes with this help and he hand she hands poirot a bag oh my goodness it's the most it it's so slow i have never seen anyone hand someone anything so gingerly before (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like we just want to make sure you see this yeah look at this look at this and (laughs) Uh, I think now is a good time for an ad break hey detectives (laughs) you got a a hankering for Paro coming on then you best subscribe to our Patreon for only $3 or less a month. $3 <laughs> a month and get your dance episodes. Yeah. <laughs> you get early access to episodes and um, bonus content at bonus. the $3 level. At the $1 level, you just have things unlocked and it's real great. Subscribe. Patreon slash ADC pod. We recorded a special uh, wrestling episode recently. That's only going to be on Patreon, guys. So you, if you want to hear us all talk about the WWE or WWF as it was called at the time, you got to subscribe. We're also on the Scavengers Network. Um... Go to scavengersnetwork.com. You can take a look at some of the podcasts. You got Myth Takes and you got, I don't know, Radio. They've also been doing live streams almost every day. I did a couple of those where I played a Star Wars video game very badly. Um, (laughs) You know, go to the Audible. You know, audibletrial.com slash ADC pood. Pod. ADC pod. (laughs) You know, it's all about pronunciation. It's a regional dialect. Um, Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) We're back at the episode. So, at some point, I think before the big reveal, definitely before the big reveal, Miss Lemon and Hastings are sitting in the office contemplating what will happen if Poirot gets married and leaves them. I know, it's just... Yeah. And, they're, and they're just staring and... Uh, this is, of course, b- before Hastings meets Cinderella. Um, mm-hmm. 
which we covered in one of our much earlier episodes because that's how we read things when we were when we were reading regularly. But uh, <laughs> learning yeah. what a thing this is. Uh, yeah. Who has time for literacy? <laughs> mm. uh, AudibleTrial.adcpod or .com slash adcpod. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I. Uh, so Hastings talks about his dream to be a farmer in South America, and and then he okay. says to Miss Lemon, "What what will you do?" And she goes, "I don't even want to think about it." Yeah, she just starts crying. It's very sad. It's so sad. Poor Miss Lemon. Um, yeah. Yeah. But um, it's also very funny. <laughs> Their misery is hysterical. All right, so Jap goes, basically, he goes to the window, to the wall, and <laughs> he goes and he reaches in to the bush that they led up to the window, and he finds the um, the emeralds in yeah, there. Yeah, the necklace. And it seems that the thief has dropped them in his panic because the countess saw the um, thief make off with the diamonds right right so leaving behind uh you know totally tying up poirot's accounting of the tale and resolving that in a nice little tidy bow yeah saving uh jap's job as well which is quite good Mm -hmm. absolutely so then Then we go to the train station right uh, not not quite, because uh, he oh. has a little bit of a farewell. Poirot has a bit of a farewell dinner with the. Oh right, yeah, yeah. With, she's a countess, right? Countess, yes, Countess Vera Rosakoff, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yes, it sounds like a yes. character from Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812, also known <laughs> as War and Peace, <laughs> in some circles, um, but. The Countess and Poirot are having a very somber little dinner at a very elegant restaurant, and um, Poirot gets out the door with her, and there's two private investigators, uh, and he said, I hope you do not mind that I have had these uh, two gentlemen uh, come along for your safety. And she's like, no, no, I get it. Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, Is one of them armed? Any of them armed? And he's like, oh, yes, I think you will find that one of them is armed. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, all right. Um, and it's really charming how they're, you know, in understanding of what's going on, but, yeah. you know, they don't they don't say it. None of, yeah. They haven't articulated what, uh, what Poirot knows to be true. Sure. Yeah. Um, and the one of the men that's armed, the man that's armed, is armed with blanks, and he played the tramp, and so that's that part solved. Right. Yes. Um, but then she gets on the train and leans out the window to yes. say goodbye. And Poirot says, "Oh yes, it is very sweet. Um, yeah. very you know, Muppets take Manhattan, and right, right. You remember the, <laughs> oh, scene, yeah, the train yeah, scene, yeah, know, Muppets totally, take yeah, Manhattan." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> well, it's like There's a train. movie. <laughs> There's a train in the movie. And yeah, uh, I know how important it is. <laughs> Have you never seen Muppets Take Manhattan? I've never Tyler? seen Muppets Take Manhattan. Oh my goodness! Peoples is peoples is peoples. <laughs> Tyler, do you like the Muppets? I do. 
Good. I'm glad to hear that. Because I think they're delightful. And I like it when people like things that I like. Um, if people don't <laughs> like the like... Muppets, I would like for them to be gonzo. Oh. <laughs> oh. Perfect. You yes. really committed to that joke. I committed. <laughs> We're just full puns today. on the details. Oh. Miss Piggy. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So... Yeah, so there's a sweet exchange through the window of the train, and, um, he and basically says, you can, you should continue your work, and I have to continue mine, but we can't do it in the same country, and he hands her, uh, the, the cigarette case as a souvenir, because... Yeah. She's like, well, this is useless, you know, because that's, yeah. you know, my name's Vera, and he's like, yes, but in the Russian alphabet... Their their P and B are V and um, R or whatever the yeah. whatever it is <laughs> right. So I, basically, you're talking to a dyslexic person who doesn't care. <laughs> well, oh, I mean, it is pretty important to the plot of the story. Yes, because... but let me explain something really mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had so many technical difficulties during this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so Melissa's computer crashed. I think twice, right? Twice. Twice, and then my audio stopped recording, and so at this point, I'm just happy that I remember what we're talking about. <laughs> yes, yes, this is. Uh, give, well, give you a little peek behind the curtain right now. This mm-hmm. is two days after the first time we recorded uh-huh. this episode. So could you tell? <laughs> Do things seem different? <laughs> Do you hear the loud music playing outside my window? I don't know. Maybe you do. <laughs> I can't. If that helps at all. Yeah. I can't either. So. I think uh, Audacity might be able to, though. We'll see. Oh, okay. We'll see what happens. But, uh, but yes. Uh, so BP are her initials in the Russian alphabet. So it is her cigarette case. And she accepts it warmly as this souvenir Essentially of that time that guy I liked didn't tell the police on me for stealing a bunch of valuable jewels. Yeah. <laughs> Decided for me not to die. Yeah. And uh. he, she kisses him on the forehead and they ride away. She rides away into the smoke. Great unknown. Yeah, yeah. Into the smog as in any good <laughs> Russian novel. Um, and Poirot will never know happiness. <laughs> <laughs> he will be forever alone, surrounded by an imbecile and a person that loves their job too much. <laughs> <laughs> yep, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, how'd we like this episode, guys? Do we remember? Do you remember? I remember mine because we had to redo the ratings as well. I remember mine, but. Um, I don't know if you remember what I gave it. I it was shocking to the two of you. Uh, yeah, it was. I do remember what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. So okay, so fun. Melissa, you do Tyler's. Tyler, you do mine, and I'll do Melissa. <laughs> <Liz. laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um. So I gave it a five out of five. This is That's my favorite right. we've seen so far. It's based off of short story, so the plot makes sense. We get to see a side, a different side of every character we've um we've been introduced to. 
um, like seeing that Jap isn't the the head honcho and seeing Miss Lemon and and Hastings uh, do a bit of investigating and seeing a side of Poirot that we I don't think ever see again and that's why I liked it because of that little subversion yeah I remember now I I think I gave it about a 3.5 and I think I'm sticking to it um, I liked all those things about it I just don't tend to care about jewels so it doesn't get that bump up to four for me because this wasn't going to be my favorite favorite um i think everyone you know loved hastings loved miss lemon loved Poirot. um yeah i had a good time above oh. average but you know and to symbolize the thing that i said and i don't think we mentioned this in the review um mm. She's the only, the Countess is the only one that calls him Hercule rather than Poirot. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like that as well, I really mwah, enjoyed. Tyler. I don't remember what I gave it before, uh, but I will give it a two. I don't know if that was what I gave it. That is it what was. you gave it? It was. Okay, great. Because <laughs> yeah, that we is where I of firmly stand. <laughs> because you had an issue with the acting, right? I had an issue with the acting, and I was also just like, it's two days later, and like I, even I had to listen to a bit of our episode because I was like, I don't even remember what this episode was. Mm. <laughs> and for me, that's mm. a hallmark of like something that for me is not mm. worthy of a five. So it's a two because I did enjoy the performances of Miss Lemon Hastings um, and Poirot, of course, but everybody else I could have done without. All right. All right. All right. I, I accept I accept your terms and your taste. Um, I will forever treasure this episode in my heart, just as Mary did uh, the gifts of the wise men. Um, <laughs> Those gifts I thought you said Mary. <laughs> you think baby Jesus no, remembers those? No, no, the adoration. The adoration. <laughs> That's you not but anyway. I now call this meeting Wait, the Amer- I have what? to say Yes, wait, because I thought you said Mary, as in Mary Brandybuck Yeah, Mariotic Brandybuck, okay Yeah, you know You know <laughs> You know when <laughs> The, three, the, the three wizards came to Marietta <laughs> And gave him gifts uh-huh. uh, One a rabbit One a big, big old ball And one um, Disdain um <laughs> anyway i yes. now call this meeting of the amateur detective club to a close finally um, yeah this is the sound of a train chicka chicka oh no <laughs>
whatever um but yeah if that's all uh i now call this meeting of the amateur detective cl club to a close um peace <laughs>